You thought that you could have it all And life could be a ball But you fell and scabbed your knee Now you can be Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Recovering CEO Podcast. My name is Derek, and I'm your host. We have a very special guest with us today. Uh, her name is Jane Ford. She is a nutrition expert. She's in recovery, and she has a business called The Remedy, which is all about um, helping women kind of ditch the diet culture and finding a unique roadmap, uh, living a more energized, joy filled, and healthy life, and really helping. Uh, women find their way back to optimal health and wellness. Her ultimate goal is to educate, empower, and inspire people to take an active role in their health and start living the life you always dreamed of, which I think sounds amazing. How are you doing today, Jane? Great. Thank you so much, Derek. Thank you for having me on your podcast and giving me the opportunity to share a little bit about my expertise and my experience, my strength, my hope, and a little bit more about Remedy. Welcome, Jane. And uh, yeah, you've always been very inspiring. You know, I know I followed the remedy, and you're always posting positive messages and teaching and helping others. And that's really what the recovering CEO is about: is helping others um, kind of overcome difficulties to see the life that they could have, and maybe to make positive changes. You know, to live that life. Um, sure. So, tell me a little bit about you know we know each other, we know each other through recovery. Uh, tell me a little bit about your recovery journey and how you ended up here? Yeah, uh, not to make it too long of a story, but, you know, kind of like long story short, uh, you know, I lived most of my adult life thinking that I did not have a problem with alcohol. Um, you know, I was very much a social drinker and saw it as something that was, you know, very doable. However, you know, there came a point in my life in my mid 40s that I just realized that, you know, alcohol wasn't doing the things for, for me, for my life that, um, that I, I really thought that I was able to manage and I was not managing well, you know? So, and I really felt like I was living kind of a double, kind of a double life in some ways. I mean, I was a yoga teacher here. I was a yoga teacher, you know, kind of touting the yoga life, uh, talking about, you know, seeking health and wellness through yoga. Um, you know, talking about, uh, you know, how I was living an inspired life, but at the same time I would go out and, and like have binges on the weekends. And it just was not, you know, I had so much guilt and shame over that, you know? So I'd wake up on Monday morning thinking like, you know, how can I continue to be a yoga teacher and teach this, this, this very, I think, spiritual practice, you know, and still, and still be in touch with really like my own kind of like higher self and kind of like what I wanted to bring into the world with me, the energy that I wanted to give into the room. You know, there were times when I would walk into the yoga room, sometimes teach and I, you know, was had three, four glasses of wine the night before and probably wasn't feeling that great, you know? So I think it was that internal compass that I finally decided like, okay, something's got to give and something did give. Um, you know, I unfortunately... Um, and I will, I will say this, I got a DUI 
And I, I feel like it's really good to be transparent about my story, you know, because I think it happens to a lot of people, you know, and I had, um, you know, obviously a lot of shame and uh, over that uh, incident. Um, but it was really like, I had a lot of taps on the shoulder along the way. And that was like the two by four that kind of did it for me. And, you know, my story does not have my, my sobriety story, my recovery journey does not have relapse in it. Um, you know, and I heard a lot in the rooms when I first got there about relapse and about, you know, the inability to stop drinking and never drink again. And of course, the first year I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of fear over that and what that would feel like, how my life would change, you know, what friends would I still have? What friends would not want to hang out with me? I think it's all the fears that people have, people that know that they have a problem with drinking. Those are the fears that sometimes come up for them is like how the change, the fear of change, dramatic change. However, I saw it as this ability to expand my life in so many ways, spiritually, mentally, physically. I had a you know huge inspiration from my brother who uh, became sober three years before me. And I, I really saw his life uh, as a way to be able to kind of aspire to, you know, kind of his, his journey with recovery was very different, looks, looks very different than mine. Although we are siblings, you know, we share the same DNA, and, you know, and we have that, you know, we, we have the disease of alcoholism, you know, it runs in my family. It runs pretty, pretty deep, I would say generationally in my family. And, uh, you know, he, he was definitely an inspiration for me to say like, I can do this and I can, you know, not have relapse be a part of my story as well. And it hasn't. Um, I celebrated four years of sobriety on uh, Christmas Day, 2000, oh, 2022. Yeah. Or no, 20, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. So that's a little bit about my kind of sobriety story. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. You. So congrats on your, you said four years. Congrats. Um, mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And I think, you know, sobriety is, is transforming. You know, I think you get to make new friends, you get to do new things and it really opens doors, doors up for you. Um, and I like how you also talked about how it was tough to connect and to be the yoga instructor that you wanted to be and the person you wanted to be because you felt kind of the shame and the guilt of, of drinking and, and whatnot. That's, I mean, I think that drives a lot of us in here, right? Cause it doesn't feel quite right with our profession or with what we're trying to do. Yeah, I, you know, I've always been a seeker (laughs) and I say that a lot, you know, um, I mean, I found, you know, I found yoga through basically wanting to physically change my body. However, uh, what I learned in teacher training when I, I went to teacher training in 2008 and got my certification in, uh, hot yoga, Bikram hot yoga, very, uh, nine weeks, very intense, uh, intensive nine weeks of, of yoga and, uh, you know, learning, uh, the dialogue that we teach in Bikram is a very strict 90 minute dialogue that if you go into any, they call it 26 and two now, they don't really use the Bikram name. Uh, so if you go into any 26 and two studio, you will hear the same dialogue, maybe a different version of that, depending on the teacher, right? But we had a very strict dialogue to learn. So it was memorization. And, you know, that's, that's how I found yoga. And then 
you know, I was still kind of, you know, kind of continuing to live like the same life, but like had yoga in it because, because I think yoga has been very Westernized, you know, for us, you know, through the years. So going through this teacher training, getting my certification really opened my eyes up to the, to the real yoga, you know, I mean, yoga is really what we live every day. It's how we live our lives every day. It's the, you know, <clears throat> relationship that we have really with ourselves and our higher power and, you know, all that comes into play into like breath and movement and energy and the chi in our body, which chi is like the energy in our body, right? It's more Chinese medicine, but, you know, it kind of led me down this, you know, I've always been a healthy person. I've always been active. I was very uh, active in, in high school. I played sports, you know, after my twenties, I was a runner, you know, but I never really felt comfortable in my body. I mean, I was always seeking to change my body significantly. You know, I, as a child, I was a chubby child. You know, I look at my pictures of me when I was like six, seven, eight years old. And, you know, I, I was a chubby kid. I wasn't like obese or overweight, but I was just, I held on. And that was just my disposition. That was my character of my body, you know? It took me a long time, probably not into my 40s and really maybe through yoga practice to really accept my body for what it was and, and, and realizing that, okay, I, I'm never going to be 5'7 and, you know, have this very like svelte model-like body, you know, and this comes back to all kinds of ideas of like what the culture, our culture the Western culture throws at us from a very young age of what we're supposed to ideally look like. And, you know, I was a consumer of fashion magazines. I loved fashion in high school. I actually wanted to go to New York City and go to the Fashion Institute and Technology. I actually had all these like dreams of, of like being in the fashion world and because I loved clothes and I just, so I was like, I was, you know, I had Vogue and all, you know, all these subscriptions to these fashion magazines. Well, within those fashion magazines, right, are all these advertisements marketing to women about what you should look like. And I was not that type, <laughs> you know, I'm, I was not five nine, five ten, uh, 115 pounds and nor would I ever be. And so, you know, at a younger age, I really, I really kind of, I really struggled a lot with body uh, image. Um, you know, I didn't suffer enough to like get any kind of, uh, you know, uh, I would say eating disorder, which, you know, eating disorders are, are very prevalent. Um, and unfortunately many women suffer from, from that. Um, I didn't go down that road, thank God, <laughs> but I used alcohol, right. To self-medicate. I think I used alcohol to get me outside of my inferiority, my, outside of my fear. I think I used alcohol to, you know, make myself feel good in some ways about my body, about myself. It gave me in, you know, I was in, in uninhibited. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry if I cut off on a tangent. Um, no, I know I was wonderful. talking about yoga. It kind of leads me into like the remedy and, and why, and the, and my idea of like my biggest, I think message is that we live in a world that is constantly sending us these signals of like diet culture, that we have to be on a diet and we have to like change significantly the way, you know, that we have to be restrictive and that we have to have guilt and shame around things that we eat that are bad, you know, that foods are, are bad for us. And sure, there are some things that are definitely bad for us, but we have the ability also to choose differently. And when you know 
better, you do better, you know? So my mission with the remedy was really to, I realized that I kind of a formula that I used in my, in my life, in my daily life that really worked for me. I mean, and this kind of started, I would say right around, I mean, my mind around food shifted when I did the whole 30 back in 2013. Okay. So whole 30 kind of put me on this trajectory of, you know, very like looking at like, okay, sugar, yeah, I know, I know, you know, a lot, a lot about this, <laughs> you know, sugar in food yep. and what that really does to our body and how sugar is highly, highly addictive, more addictive than cocaine. And, uh, that really kind of sent me on this course of more a paleo like type of eating. Um, then I got into like a little bit, you know, I've, I've done them all. I really haven't done anything except I haven't done keto, never really delved into keto that much. But I would say that I started to eat more high fat foods. Like I was not afraid to eat fat. I was not afraid to eat a half of an avocado or maybe a whole avocado on my salad. Like I realized that like what we were being fed in the nineties, really the late eighties, early through the nineties into almost like the early two thousands was like this line of like low fat diet, calories in calories out. I was just doing the, all the wrong things, my twenties and thirties. And that's why my body never changed. And, uh, so I finally found this formula that I called, that I now call the remedy. And that's kind of how it happened. So the pandemic hit, I had a lot of time in my hands and I decided to launch the website and kind of create a space on virtually where people could find my recipes and learn more about my healing health journey, find out kind of like what my rituals were. And that's kind of, I launched Remedy in August of 2020. That's amazing. And yeah, like I said, I really, I love your posts, the positivity of your posts. Um, the content is very valuable. I love the empowering messaging because I, I have daughters, you know, so I understand about the, the desire to look like a fashion model. You know, I'm not, I mean, I have two girls, you know, I'm surrounded by women. So I, under, I understand it. And I think that healthy eating, healthy habits are key, you know, so I see, so you're teaching about recipes, you're teaching lifestyle, like what all is included when somebody does the remedy program with you? So what I decided was I, I realized that I could really be of service, be more of service, have more of an impact for people. If I developed a 30 day reset is what I called it. So I did a 30 day reset challenge for people. Um, in the early of 2021, I think it launched in like April and I had, it was a beta test. It was free to women to sign up. I think I had a little over 20 women sign up for that 30 day beta test. Cause I really, I knew it worked for me and I just needed to see if it worked for, for other people too. So I decided to give it away for free and do a beta test, meaning that I was gathering information, gathering data, getting feedback from people about their experience and then going from there. And it worked. I mean, 15, I would say, 18 of the women really stuck with it. 15 of them definitely lost, I would say eight to 10 pounds in the 30 days and felt amazing afterwards. And then I started, the more research I started to do, I realized that I, you know, the, to really see transformation, it has to be longer than 30 days. And that is really for anything. I mean, there's a reason why in, in AA, they have like 90 
meetings in 90 days, right? Like something about the 90 day mark really sets people up for success and being able to, to have sustainability, right? So I really wanted the program to be something that people can actually really transform their life and have this not be a, another diet, another, you know, 30 day, four week diet. You just do it for 30 days and you go back to your old ways. I really wanted to have more of a major impact on people's lives and really have them transform their lives the way that I did and have it really become a lifestyle. And that's why my messaging is really all about like ditch the diet and, you know, learn a new way to live, you know, that this is really, and it really comes down to like these four pillars that I have created with the remedy, which is nutrition, movement, um, wellness rituals and mindset. And in September of 2021, I developed the 12 week, uh, whole body, the remedy, whole body reset, which really is a 90 day program that gives people the ability to transform their bodies and really give them the time frame enough to, to really have, have this become a lifestyle that they can then continue in sustainability. And, you know, it's really about, I teach a lot, of, not only about nutrition and nourishment, but also the idea of like how it really has to be a mindset shift. It really has to be a uh, <clears throat> habits that you developed that you can continue over time, you know, nothing restrictive can, you know, we as humans, right. You tell someone you, they can't have something and that's the exact thing they want. I mean, our brains, we have these like reptilian brains. We have these like monkey minds, right. That uh, are all over the place. We have so much information coming at us. I really try to develop this system, this formula to be pretty easy to do. And also really have information in there that is, um, you know, really along the lines of like more scientific of why this works. So it's an intermittent fasting protocol. So within the remedy is an intermittent fasting protocol. We start out with 16, eight, so 16 hours of fasting, eight hour, uh, feeding window. And then we had, then I introduced that's for the first 30 days and the second 30 days, I introduce a 24 hour fast within the week. Uh, once or twice, depending on the person and what they really feel they can do, because everyone's different and you're really getting a lot of one-on-one. Like I really work with my clients one-on-one to learn like what is working for them and what isn't. And then um, obviously movement is involved. So I program workouts uh, for the week and it's usually between three to four days of strength training and then walking. So walking is huge to me. I think that it's, it's highly underrated. It's the probably the best thing we can do for our bodies is to walk. We are a culture that does not walk. Um, if you go to Europe, if you go to anywhere else in the world, people are walking and biking and, you know, I, we are just not a culture that, that walks a lot. So, um, walking is huge. So it's usually 10,000 steps plus a day per day. And that's sometimes hard for people to like get their brains around, but I really believe that you can break it up. You can do 5,000 in the morning and 5,000 in the evening. It's pretty easy. 5,000 steps is probably 45 minutes to an hour, depending on your pace. Um, so it's really setting people up to really have a major transformation. Um, I had a woman that is just actually finishing up her reset this week. She's lost 25 pounds in the 90 days. And that's amazing. Yeah. So it feels, it feels great to have that feedback, right? 
um, this is the first round of people that I had go through the program. So I'm just now kind of getting through the first set of uh, clients and getting their feedback. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's very, it's brand new for me. Um, but it feels so good to have that kind of healthy impact on people's lives. Wow. That's wonderful. Um, it's interesting about the 30 day versus 90 day. You know, I recently interviewed, uh, Jim Balmer, who's one of the founders of Don Farm. And he said, you know, how they picked 28 days for treatment. He said, the only reason they picked that is because that's what insurance would pay for. He said, there's nothing <laughs> relevant with the 28 days, you know? So, um, I always wonder why I, it was 28 days. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah. Huh. yeah, that's all they would pay for. So they just started there. But as you know, Dawn Farm is more of a longer term because to build some of these habits, it takes more time. Um, and I think this is a great example too, because, you know, I believe in recovery, it's first things first, you know, so first I get sober, right? Um, stop mm -hmm. drinking, stop alcohol, stop that, stop the addiction that was killing me, right? It might, for me, like alcohol and, and drugs were the, what was the one that was causing me the most problems. And once I stopped that and kind of get my head on straight, then I could work on things like health and wellness and eating better or exercising, you know, and all these healthy habits. And I think that's kind of the goal, working towards that idealized person, um, the person I want to be, you know, the person who is fit and healthy and happy and, you know, and can live a longer life because I have good habits. Um, and it seems like these are kind of some of the habits that you're teaching. Um, and is your program for women only? Does it work for men too? Do you only consult with women? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's interesting you asked me that. I actually just took on my first male client <laughs> uh, last week. And he's someone that I've known. Uh, we went to high school together and he reached out to me and said, you know, I want to get in great shape. Can you help me? And when someone says like, can you help me? It's like your initial, my initial reaction is like, yes, I can help you. Um, you know, the remedy, my messaging has always been it's for women over 40, because I really tried to, in the program, there's a lot of information in regards to, um, hormone balance. Uh, I really feel like women after 40, 45, whenever they go through perimenopause and then into menopause and then post menopause, there are a lot of different shifts that happen within the body that you have to take into consideration. And we can't, women can no longer do the things they did in their twenties and thirties and expect to have the same results. So there is a lot of information driven towards, uh, that client, uh, woman, women over 40 years old. However, I was able to shift a few things for him. He's actually, uh, in his second week and yeah, I, I, I have, you know, it was really kind of that thing of like, it really could be for any, it could be for men or women. I really don't think that it should be gender-based because um, it really can work for men too. However, I just had to kind of flip some information around and it worked. So mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So I'm curious about the 24-hour fasting. Like what does that do for someone? Why, why is there an advantage to doing things like that? Well, I mean, you know, fasting has been around forever, right? <laughs> I mean, if you go fasting is like in the Bible. I mean, it's, it's used for religious reasons, right? People have fasted for, for, gen, for, for thousands of years. Um, and I really feel like in the last probably couple of years, you know, you've heard a lot more in the idea of like intermittent fasting, what it does for your body, uh, the benefits it has, uh, not only for weight loss, but also for brain function and, um, you know, basically gut health, being able to really like uh, give your body a rest because what happens in, uh, 
what happens in fasting is that when you get into uh, ketosis, is what happens to your body, is your body goes into ketosis and your body starts to feed off of, um, kind of use the fuel, use fat as fuel instead of using sugar as fuel. So I would say most people are sugar burners, which means that they're using carbs, they're using sugar, right, in their body as fuel. And when you get, get into ketosis, you start to burn fat as fuel instead of sugar as fuel. And that's why people see dramatic weight loss in intermittent in fasting, in intermittent fasting. And there's so many different benefits. And you're also uh, able to give your digestive system a rest, right? Because I mean, I think that that we just, I think that, I think in this culture, we are, have, we have developed this idea that we have to eat all the time and we have to eat a lot of food in order to survive. And that is not true. You actually need less food to really stay at a healthy, I think, uh, weight as well as kind of like, what is it doing internally in your, internally in your system? Right. Um, so huge benefits for weight loss as far as that gut health, um, brain, they, they have shown like a lot of, uh, the research that has been done has shown, and I just feel it too, you know, and people can Google intermittent fasting or fasting and get all this information they need. And I'm not, I'm not a scientist and I don't know all the facts, but I do know that when I do fast, I have this amazing amount of energy and I also have the ability to really focus on things. So I have a lot of brain, like my, I kind of lose the brain fog. Um, this is definitely you Google fasting or intermittent fasting. This is definitely one of the benefits. And also, um, I have tons of energy. Like I just, my body's not having to digest food, right? So that energy is being able, you're able to use that that energy for other things. Um, it also has a lot to do with blood sugar levels. So every single time you eat, your blood sugar rises, right? And that's insulin. So insulin uh, is turned on in your body. And, every, and you're really, what you're trying to do is you're trying to turn that, you're trying to stabilize blood sugar as, as much as possible. Um, and really, fat, if you combine intermittent fasting with more of a high, I would say medium fat, high fat diet, low, uh, medium protein, low carb, it does wonders. It really does because your body is then using the, the fat that you have like on your body as fuel. Right. And then you're also, you're keeping your sugar, you're keeping your, your insulin at a very steady rate. And, um, it also is just less stress on the body. So you bring the stress level down, you bring cortisol down, um, which is the reason why a lot of uh, women at later age um, kind of gain weight is because their cortisol is constantly kind of at a really high rate. Um, when we have a higher rate of cortisol, we, we tend to either gain weight or, or plateau. So many great benefits for intermittent fasting. Now, it is not prescribed for women who are pregnant, and it's not prescribed for people who have had de eating disorders in past. Um, so that is one thing that I work on, especially with women and uh, clients, um, you know, is finding out a little bit more of their history, 
uh, with food and if they have any history of, you know, eating disorders. And, you know, if, if that's the case, then I try to introduce more of a lighter phase of fasting um, and maybe not fasting at all. And, you know, it's really, um, I think that that is something that has, you know, has to be, should be looked at. So, mm-hmm. so I've been well, I fast- think sorry, sorry, go ahead. I've been fasting now for a couple of years, but I really started introducing a 24 hour fast in, uh, 2020. So during the pandemic. And at first I was like, okay, I don't know if I can do this. You know, my brother, my other brother, Jimmy started doing like a 24 OMAD. He only eats one meal a day. That's it. One meal a day. And I was like, God, I could do that. And I did it a couple of times and realized that I could do it. And I really did. I felt fine. I really had to be careful with the strength training workouts that I was doing and eating enough calories within that eating window. Right. So it's really hard and it's crazy. It's like, you would think that after fasting for 18, 20 hours, you would be so famished to eat a ton of food, but it's actually, it's the opposite. I tend to eat less. I get fuller faster. I don't snack. I don't have the uh, kind of cravings that I used to have. I don't snack in between meals. It just has really changed, um, you know, kind of like my kind of overall eating regimen, I would say. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think snacking is a is a big, I guess, problem. It's something I try and avoid, you know. And one of the things that I'm working on is to not put so much importance on food. It's more like it's nutrition and nourishment. Like I, I enjoy it, but I don't like go crazy about it, you know, because I used to, you know, I used to get really excited and I don't know, I try not to. So I think, my, you know, moderation is not something as a recovering addict and alcoholic, it's not my strong suit, you know, but moderation mm-hmm. with food and stuff like that is something that is important, you know, and, and healthy eating. I mean, I don't know. I know you're not preaching necessarily moderation, but you are preaching healthier choices. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I, I don't preach moderation, but I really think there is moderation. There has to be moderation in everything. In the remedy uh, reset, there is no calorie counting and there's no macro counting. So people are always like, well, how do I know how much to eat? You know? And my thing is that you should know intuitively how much to eat and you really should be using a plate, right? And a serving size of like what they give us is like the size palm is between the size of, you know, like make a fist should be your carbs or your, you know, veggies be two to three servings of that. And your thumb is literally like thumb, your thumb is how fat you should be having consuming at each meal. So it's using portions in that way. I call it ready plating. Um, So I give a diagram of what that looks like. And it's really more an intuitive way of learning how to think about food and really changing your relationship with food. Um, I really think that food freedom comes with the ability not to have this very rigid, very like only this um, calorie counting and macro counting. I think that it works. I mean research is out there. I mean, macro counting does work. However, how long are you going to sustain that? Right? Are you going to really do that the rest of your life? And once you stop doing that, then what do you do? So I'm really trying to teach people this different way of really looking looking at food and being able to, you know, really 
change their relationship with food and, and, um, you know, even like you said, like, you know, have it not be such an importance, but see it as, as fuel for your body. And like, how do I want to really nourish my body? And I think once you change your mindset of like looking at food as nourishment and satisfaction, those are two big things that I talk about in Remedy Reset as well, is the idea of, of your food should be very nourishing as, as well as very satisfying. So that's where we go back to these like low fat, low calorie diets. Um, there's this great, <laughs> there's this great thing on Instagram. And I think I did it. It was, I did it for a reel. <clears throat> and it was like something about like, you should eat 1200 calories a day. And then a voice comes on and it says, and how many at night? <laughs> and I thought that was so great because it's so true. It's like, you know, p- women are on these like, you know, 1100, 1200 calorie diets. I'm sorry. There is no way that you can sustain that over a long period of time. Right. And it may work for a little while. It may work for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and you may lose weight. You're going to gain all that weight, weight back and more. And it's going to be harder to get off because you're putting your metabolism into this really, really a detrimental state of these yo-yo dieting. And that's what happens to women, right? They, they go on these diets and right, and they lose weight and they go off and they gain it back. And that happens over, you know, if you do that over 20 years, you are wrecking your metabolism. And mind you, I'm, I'm saying this from a place of, of knowledge. I'm saying this from a place of like, I know what that feels like because that's really what I did. And I had to get my my metabolism into a place of flexibility. So it's really important, not so much to have a fast metabolism, but to have a flexible metabolism. So there's a, you know, and these are things that I've learned over different podcasts, different books that I've read, um, people that I follow. uh, Dr. Jay Tita is someone that I follow pretty, he's just like expert on female metabolism. And I have been following him for a good four to five years. Um, He's written a couple books. And he's a naturopathic doctor and uh, him as well as Mark Sisson, who is the founder of Primal Palette. I don't know if you've heard of Primal Palette. Um, yeah, he's, he actually just wrote a book, came out with a new book. Uh, I think it's two meals a day. He's, a, he's also a fasting uh, protocol uh, guru. And then he also is a paleo. He's, he's actually started a paleo company that has like paleo, different paleo uh, food items, supplements, things like that called Primal Palette. So I really try to, uh, you know, educate myself as much as possible and share that with people. And that really is what the remedy, you know, the remedy reset came out of the, uh, my desire really to share that with people and have a big impact and really help people change their lives for the better. and really see that, okay, we have once around this life, right? We get once around this, 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 you know, this thing we call life. And, you know, do you want to make it, it, it's funny, I'm going to say this and you're you're going to laugh, but I heard this in a movie and I often repeat it. My mom repeats it as well. It's like, we've got one life. Do you want to make it chicken shit or chicken salad? (laughs) Salad probably. Yeah. Right. And so I just think that, you know, I think that we we have a we have our the ability to choose right yep. every day when you get out of, wake up get out of bed you have the, the ability to choose the, the foods you put into your body and the movement that you you know do for your body and uh, I think that 
for me, I'm, uh, you know, I'm really trying to inspire people to choose more healthy ways of living and mm-hmm. to really have an impact in that way. Okay. I love it, Jane. And people can visit uh, dotheremedy.com to learn yes. more about your program. Yes. Dotheremedy.com. You can find recipes, inspiration, a little bit more of, about my story. Um, and then as far as signing up for the Remedy Reset 12-week program, you know, that is really... I, I, what I like to do is I still like to set up a discovery call, which is really a 15 to 20-minute call with people just kind of get an idea of where they're at kind of where their headspace is, um, you know, and, and if it's a good fit for them, I don't want really to sell this program to people that are just going to, you know, kind of start it and then fall off the wagon a week later. I really want to have that you know person ready for it and, and committed to those 12 weeks, um, right. just to see success, you know, um, my time is valuable. Their time is valuable. So, um, yeah, it's usually a 15 to 20 minute just, 20 minute discovery call. You can find the link in my uh, link in bio and my Instagram profile. Uh, my Instagram profile is jane.a.ford. You can find me there and Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook too, just Jane, Jane Ford. It's my personal profile. Okay. Well, we will be sure to link to you. And I really want to thank you for being a guest on the Recovering CEO podcast, Jane. It was wonderful to hear about you, your recovery, and, and the remedy. So thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Derek. It really has been um, so fun to talk to you. Always is. And uh, thank you for the opportunity to share a little bit more about my story, about the remedy and, and how, uh, how, I'm, how I'm kind of making that my mission in life to, to help people uh, lead a, a healthier lifestyle. So thanks so much. I really appreciate All right. it. Thanks, Jane. You thought that you could have it all. Life could be a bar But you fell and scabbed your knees